everyone, and welcome to the Modern Philosophy Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Hayes, and I'm excited about this episode, which is just in time for Mother's Day. Today, we are talking about Modern Mamas, a conversation on mothering and self-care. As we approach Mother's Day, I always become mindful of the work that mothers do and the care that it takes to take care of yourself to be able to raise other human beings, which is just like beyond what I'm capable of love at this point in my life, but I am so, so grateful for my mom and mom and moms out there. And of course, I invited one of my favorite people and moms, Pam Iverson. Pam Iverson, um, you have seen before. Pam has been, she comes on every season. She's a staple here at the podcast. And I'm so grateful every time we get to talk. Pam Iverson is a life and relationship coach located in the Atlanta metro area. With a diverse expertise, Pam has used her platform to help organize and create communities for non-male persons of color. As a known influencer, Pam spreads her knowledge on relationships and community building to help people find and cultivate similar things in their own life. Welcome back, Pam. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. It's always, always, always a good time. So you, of course, are just one of my favorite people. You are my life partner. You're one of the people that I go to when I need advice, when I need to just remind, be reminded of the truth. What was your journey to motherhood like? And how many, just for the people listening, how many children do you have and what are their ages? Okay, I have three children. Um... And I I always, because I now have two adult children and I always feel a little weird to refer to them as, as children, but I don't know um, how else to refer to them. So, um, <laughs> offspring, <laughs> but I think children is going to last. Yeah, it's life. just, <laughs> you know, I, it, it is what it is. Um, I have an almost 12 year old son. Um, he'll be 12 in July. Um, I have an older son who is 21 and my daughter is, um, she'll be 25 Saturday. Oh, wow. A few days. Yeah. Right, right, right before Mother's Day. Yeah. That's exciting. So what was your journey to motherhood like? It, It definitely was not a conscious journey. I'll say my journey to motherhood. I was a child of a single mom, oldest of three daughters. So I think I spent a lot of my childhood kind of mothering. You know, my mom would mm-hmm. work. I cared for my sisters. I just, I think, took for granted that, um, you know, motherhood would be a part of my life. You know, as I grew, I did come to want to be a mother. You know, I I wanted to be a mother and I just took for granted that that would happen for me. And it did. You know, I didn't. I had my first child at 19, you know, wasn't planned. But, you know, that was the beginning of my motherhood journey. So Mm -hmm. my uh, my entire adult life, I've been a mom. So, you know, in a way, my motherhood journey is just my life journey. I see it that way. Mm, That's interesting that they're in tandem with each other. And you have some theories around mothering that honestly, they were jarring to me when I first heard them because they were so differently than what I had been raised. And I also was an older sibling, am an older sibling, and thus I'm always mothering. But you are one of the people I've seen who intentionally prioritizes yourself 
over any and every person, including your children. Did you always have that philosophy of putting yourself first? And why is it important? Why is that important for how you show up in the world now? Well, you know, becoming a mother at 19, you know, I didn't even have a self, (laughs) you know, so no, I was not putting (laughs) myself, I was not putting myself first at 19 or even into my 20s. Um, That, you know, as I progressed in my motherhood journey, as I progressed in my life journey and my own growing up and started to shape you know, and firm up my philosophies around my own life and how I like to show up to life, how how I purpose to show up to life. That is a value that grew in me over time. I was married and I um, divorced in my mid-30s. And I think that in a lot of ways, my life for myself began when I divorced. And as a means of survival, I had to put myself first. You know, I didn't have a partner to care for me. I was, you know, hundreds of miles away from my family. My closest family were my children who didn't have, you know, the capacity to care for me. So I quickly understood, you know, okay, I need to take responsibility for myself in a different way. I need to view myself as my primary responsibility. And I started doing that. And um, I realized that my ability to show up for other people in my life, including my children, was enhanced by my commitment to caring for myself first. I think that's just, it impacts the way I show up in the world in that it's authentic to my values. It's authentic to my values um, in terms of taking responsibility um, for myself, not expecting, you know, anyone else to to put me first um, before I put me first. And that's something that I'm honestly proud to have modeled for my children, particularly my daughter. Um, if she were to ever choose to be a mom, I believe that she's learned that it's possible to embrace motherhood fully um, in a way that it doesn't completely monopolize your life, that there's something left for you and that that part that's left for you is your responsibility. And it's okay to put that first and your kids will be okay and your partner will be okay and and the rest of the world will will deal with you taking care of yourself first. Absolutely. And that's something that I have to keep reminding myself. How have you learned to parent adults? Um, That's something that as we (laughs) grow into adults, we experience. What are there any particular shifts that were difficult for you in that transition? Oh, okay. (laughs) I am learning. I'm still learning. You know, my adult children are young adults. Therefore, I'm, I'm a young parent of adult children. Um, we're we're learning this together. All the shifts are difficult. And it's been surprising to me just how difficult it has been. I consider myself someone who values the autonomy of others, including my children, you know, and not just since they've been adult age, but all their lives who, you know, encourage independence. I'm a person who 
mind my own business and I like minding my own business. I've never been a helicopter parent, you know, so because of that, I think I expected a lot of the shifts that happens to be effortless, but it hasn't been. I'm learning a lot about surrender and, you know, definitely leaning into some prayer a lot, calling on the elder women in my life who have mother and and friends I have who have children in my adult children's age range. It's one thing when you grow up and, you know, you go away and you do your own thing and you learn life's lessons, you know, through experience. That's just Mm -hmm. the coming of age thing that we all go through. It's not easy. You're going to have bumps in the road because of, you know, a lot of things, you know, just society being what it is right now the economy being what it is, you know, a lot of adult children are with their parents much longer. Mm -hmm. And so you have this space of actively parenting children of an age where, you know, had they just gotten up and gone off like previous generations have, your parenting would transition to a more natural, uh, less active space. So, you know, it is really challenging to be in a dynamic with adults where you feel the need to, you know, parent in an active way is not a comfortable thing. You know, it's not something that we see modeled a lot or that people talk openly and honestly about a lot. Um, So it's a lot of trial and error and learning along the way. Mm-hmm. And actually, it's funny you say that, that we don't really talk about it a lot. The conversation did come up recently with Kirk Franklin's, you know, call to his son being aired right. on the Internet. What were your thoughts about that? What we all saw was you know, a culmination of a lot of struggles in their relationship that has, has been happening over time. You know, what we don't talk about, what happens over time as parents, the little things that come up and, you know, how do you navigate this? We don't have the conversations early. What we see are usually the blow ups. I personally Mm -hmm. did not watch the video that Kirk Franklin's son posted. I don't know all the details of what was said. I've actively avoided, you know, kind of seeing it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I do know that parenting adults is hard. I know that there's a lot of toxicity in particularly, I think, Black religious communities and and, and Mm -hmm. maybe just Black communities in general, because even those of us who aren't actively religious are a lot of times culturally religious, if you know what I mean. And you know, yeah. that's in our mm-hmm. families. We were raised that way. And a lot of that ideology sticks, especially when it comes to family structure and parenting. From what I did see, I saw a lot of that at play. You know, I don't think that the issues they seem to be having started when when the child became an adult. You know, these mm-hmm. are, you know, there's issues of respect. There's issues of what I consider violence, abuse. Those are not things that just 
occur uh, with no context. I do know that it is hard when you're dealing with adults. You do need different tools. And I think, you know, that's what, as a community, we could really help each other a lot more with those tools. What do you do when you're engaging an adult and there's conflict and Mm -hmm. that adult is your child? People have different parenting philosophies. I don't believe in violence, (laughs) you know, in in, in, in my interpersonal relationships, you know, especially not with my children, um, you know, even verbal violence, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that a lot of us who, you know, rely on things like that, you know, do so because we don't know another way, you know, not mm-hmm. because that's just in the heart of who we are. That's how we want to show up. It's just that, you know, these are the tools that have been passed down and, you know, it, it, this is what we got. So we use it. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, and I and I think, you know, even in transitioning to adulthood with my mom, like us having to find different ways to resolve conflicts. Like yes. it's, it you have to be intentional about it. You, you have to be intentional in saying we're not going to keep using the old ways. We're not going to keep using violence and power dynamics. So we're going to talk to each other and that the power shifts because we respect each other. Right. And I hope that people listening um, get that because the relationships just can be different. No relationship is easy. You have to put in work. Um, You have to find tools, especially if you want to grow and if you want to be intentional about love. So I hope you all do that. And Pam, I know that you have a blended family and your partner has children and you both take responsibility for each other's children. What have been your principles in regards to being a bonus parent? Um, I am a person who believes that, you know, if I love someone and I commit to them um, at a level of life partner, then that love and commitment extends to their family, especially their children. Different people feel different ways about that. Mm -hmm. I could personally never, you know, be in someone's life as their life partner and not be have an active and conscious intention as far as supporting them as a parent. I think that when we deal with blended families, it can potentially be, you know, the structures can be really complex because often those children have another parent also. So they don't necessarily need a mother per se. It's a balance with being able to show up fully for them while also being respectful of their mothers. You know, I think that's that's really important. And that's a balance that is difficult, I think, for some people to kind of find. But I think that, that things flow better when everyone is available, but also respectful of, you know, the other parents, the other co-parents in, in, the, in the situation. I haven't ex-husband who is an active parent. And so, you know, my children don't need, they don't need a father, but my partner is there in a parental role, you know, and and is supportive of my and my co-parents' parental efforts. He's there in a more supportive role and and I support him the same way. I think that's dope. I I know I didn't really see many examples of non-traditional parenting, I guess, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't even until I was an adult, you know, like I had friends who had like step parents, but you said a keyword respect and there's 
generally a lack of respect from what from what I, I the stories I hear. But it's like, you know, I don't respect my step parent. Right. I don't know, you know, why they with that person. Um, so to see love practice is really a joy to see. Yeah, what do you and wish I think, you had no mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that No, go ahead. I think that key and um respect between, you know, bonus kids and bonus parents is the bonus parents and their partners cultivating an environment of respect with the other parents, you know, and Mm -hmm. if that is in place, it really impacts how the kids see the the other person, the so-called, you know, kind of outside person. No, it really starts there. I think that a lot of people struggle more when they try to just, you know, quickly bond with the children without maybe addressing that kind of, you know, the foundational respect mm-hmm. with the other mm-hmm. parent. Mm-hmm. That's a good, that's a good note. What do you wish you had known before becoming a mother? I wish I'd known a lot of things. I wish I'd really understood how hard it is to become yourself while you're raising other people. People always say, you know, being a parent is hard. Being a mom is hard. And I think that when people say that, you know, what we think is the labor of parenting. And and the labor of parenting is tremendous. <laughs> you know, it, it's immense. It's, it's nonstop. And I'm definitely not discounting that. Um, But I think that what we don't acknowledge enough is that the labor of parenting takes so much energy. Yeah, I can imagine. And so much focus. It's really hard to focus on yourself at all if you're not extremely intentional about it. Do you feel like you were able to create your own identity apart from motherhood? Not until I became intentional about it. Um, I think there was a part of me that always kind of on a subconscious level struggled to be and maintain an identity that was just me. And, you know, when I look back, I can kind of see it, you know, in, in small ways, just, you know, choices, things I chose to, to do, even as, you know, like a, a married young mom. you know, like really young kids. I went to school, you know, I got my degrees. I took, um, you know, different opportunities, educational opportunities that were just for me, even if that meant time away from my kids, time away from my spouse, because I know that there was always something in me that I think felt (laughs) itself being pressed down by the weight of my responsibilities for other people. Um, you know, as I did mature and grow up and, you know, was able to bring some consciousness to that feeling, I was able to really give myself enough focus to, you know, get the therapy that I needed, spend time with myself, um, you know, take trips that don't include my children, you know, do things that are just for me. There's a light I think that has to come on for most of us to do that. And I think that's true. Whether we're partnered or not is probably harder if we're not partnered or if we have partners, you know, who aren't supportive in those ways. You know, so it's something that we have to think about for ourselves and fight for for ourselves because it's so easy to get wrapped up in, you know, just the day to day care of children. It's consuming. It really is. Mm -hmm. 
How are you planning to spend your Mother's Day weekend? I'm planning to let my partner and my kids take care of that for me. So I don't know <laughs> what the plan I don't know what the plans are, but but there will be plans and I'll I'll go with the flow. Good for you. And Pam, how can people find you? Do you you do life coaching? Do you talk to single moms, moms in general? I do. Um, I actually just took on a new client that is in that space of trying to navigate the adult, you know, parenting adult children transition and relationships. Um, You can find me on my website, PamIverson.com. You can book sessions through that website. Um, You can find me on Facebook, also Pam Iverson. Awesome. Well, make sure you all follow Pam, book with Pam. And I also encourage you all, whether you're a parent, thinking about becoming a parent, having a relationship with your own parents, to do your work. Um, Sometimes it takes us watching YouTube or reading books or getting life coaches or reaching out to the elders. All of those are methods in which we can increase our capacity to love in our relationships. And we can increase our capacity to be better parents, children, partners. Um, So make sure... Make sure you all follow the Modern Philosophy Podcast. There will be a lot of growth and changings that you, changes that you don't want to miss. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share the podcast, the song of the week. We will do a classic, Dear Mama by Tupac. Thank you all for tuning into Modern Philosophy, where together we are learning better, doing better, and being better. I'll see y'all next time. Let it down.